Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Bessas Hashem, BPW number 41, that's Bais Panimi for women, shear number 41. We gave a similar shear to the men, because it applies both ways. And the idea being is that your goal in marriage is to be a gentle, loving, and tender wife who does not lecture. Um, lecturing during stressful times creates more stress. And very often, husbands testify with this and wives testify this when they get older and they recognize their own behaviors that they weren't fortunate to recognize this in the earlier part of their marriage. Sometimes it's because this is what they experienced in their own home when they were observing their mother and their father, that they were rough with each other. Sometimes one of them was rough with one while the other one wasn't. And sometimes they both were rough with each other. And they did not learn based on experience and based on, you know, life situations on how to be tender and soft and warm towards one's husband or towards one's wife. And sometimes one is not even aware of the need for the softness required that a husband truly desperately needs. Very often, husbands are also blind to it, not realizing that their wife needs that softer, tender attention. One woman once told a marriage counselor that she wished her husband would put his arms around me and hold me without lecturing me when I'm feeling down. And husbands sometimes need that too. And once you have this concept of doing this and the way you do it is to actually practice this to practice discuss it recognize the honesty of the fact that you both need uh, uh, this warmth and this tenderness and it's life-saving and it's needed and you could do it in privacy for one another and it's tremendously healing. Now, the truth be told is we're going to talk about how a husband can help their wife and a wife can help their husband overcome great degrees of depression that they may be experiencing. And though it's true that with some depression, one requires clinical, real, outside help. And a husband can't cure his wife from depression and a wife cannot cure her husband from depression when they need that outside help. But ultimately, there is no question about it. If a wife, for example, is tender and soft and warm and supportive of a husband who is depressed, with that help, it is a tremendous vehicle to accelerate and promote his healing. Depression is when you have five of these nine symptoms. A depressed mood during most of the day, particularly in the morning. A fatigue or loss of energy almost every day. A feeling of worthlessness or guilt almost every day. Impaired concentration, meaning having difficulty concentrating. Indecisiveness. Insomnia or hypersomnia, which means either unable to sleep or the opposite excessive sleeping 
almost every day. And diminished interest or pleasure in almost all activities every single day. And then it could get to severe uh, thoughts of death and suicide and so on and so forth. A sense of restlessness and significant weight loss or late gain, depending. So if you detect these symptoms in your husband and be encouraging, be supportive. And of course, if your husband has any of these symptoms, you can encourage your husband to get a complete physical examination. Because sometimes when a husband is generally not a depressed type of person and is down and feels depressed and feels down, it could be caused by many physical um, symptoms. I know there are people, it's not talked about a lot and it's probably not, it needs to be researched, but there are cases of where people, husbands that were not depressed ever in their life and when they got COVID, that created those depressive feelings within them that they never experienced before. Sometimes it could be a hormonal or vitamin deficiencies or things like that. And doctors, you know, will know how to do this. So you need to encourage your husbands to get a full physical examination. Maybe there's something physical going on that's making them feel the way they feel and not to lecture them and to be kind to them and supportive and be that ear for your husbands. Journaling is helpful during depression, encouraging relaxation, muscle relaxation, massages, things like that, that helps uh, with depression as well as anxiety. Encourage each other to get to, to have physical exercise as part of the program because that, that is known very much to work a lot with depressed people. It's one of the most important areas of therapy exercises and it can be as effective as antidepressants in many situations. But the idea being is though, like we said, we're not doctors. You're not uh, your spouse's psychologist or psychiatrist or mental health doctor. But there is no question with the support you could really help alleviate like, tremendously the suffering that a husband is suffering from anxiety and depression by your warmth and your caring. And it's a two-way street. It goes the other way around when a wife is down. Now it's very important to get the actual help that you need, but the supporting of each other comes a very, very long way. Now the rest of this year, and maybe next year, and we did this for the men too, and it is not a comfortable share because it requires a lot of looking in the mirror and sometimes seeing things in yourself that when you really look honestly, you don't want to look at it because it's, it's painful. It's painful when we know that we are responsible for some of our own behaviors that create damage and hurt our spouse very deeply. And here again, we have a list that I'm putting out as a PDF. And again, this originally, these lists came from on the husband's perspective of to understand with this list and identify ways that they may have hurt their wives deeply and to read this through and to contemplate on it and stop that behavior and reverse that behavior. And it is indeed a two-way street. So we are putting out this PDF here too. 
and you replace the him to her, and you realize that it is a two-way street. Males and females are equally human and have equal flaws of human nature. They're different in many ways, yes, but in certain elements of human nature, they are similar, and they have these weaknesses that they need to work through. And very often, just like husbands don't realize it, wives also sometimes do not realize how their insensitive behavior pushes their husband out and pushes away their affection that they may have had within to express to their wives. A wife's reaction that's insensitive pushes away that affection and he buries it deep within and he will not express it. And sometimes it dies. And that is so important. It's like you're holding back from a plant what it needs. It needs air, it needs water, it needs soil. And what you're doing is you don't provide the plant with the air and the water and the soil. And then you blame the plant for not thriving. Why aren't you growing? Meanwhile, you deprive them of the air and the water and the soil that they need. And husbands unfairly blame their wives when they feel distant or physically distant, emotionally distant. And husbands blame them and label them as as being, you know, aloof and cold and not realizing that they themselves are somewhat responsible by not valuing their wife as a person, as a human being, as a person that deserves respect and love and compassion. But it's always a two-way street. A wife very often fails to understand this as well. And she too does not understand why her husband sometimes is aloof and distant and runs away. And a lot of the time is because she too has insensitive behaviors that may have been coping mechanisms, defense mechanisms to make her feel safe for whatever reason, but insensitive behaviors that drives their husbands away. And then you wonder, where, where are they? So we're going to go through some of this list, and this share is not pleasant. Next share won't be pleasant. But these are the most crucial shiurim, because these force you to look into the mirror and to recognize those changes that you need to make. So these things that say identify the ways you may hurt your wife, it could be the ways that you may have hurt your husband. Now it's easy when you read this to say, I'm the hurt party, and it's understandable. And of course there should be discussions about this, all for the purpose of Tayeles to help heal. But each one, ideally, in order to grow and to make the marathon thrive, is to acknowledge their own part and taking the responsibility for their part in hurting their spouse. If each one of them, if let's say you have a wife on this side and a husband on the other side, both reading this list, and they're not looking and pointing fingers, you did this to me and you did this to me, you hurt me this way, you hurt me this way, but they actually do the reverse for a change. And they look at the list and they don't focus on that for now. And they say, wait a minute, I hurt my husband this way. Or when the husband is reading it, I hurt my wife this way. Each one looking at themselves in the mirror, 
That is where transformation takes place. So here are a few examples. Ignoring him, not valuing his opinions, showing more attention to other people than to your husband. This is very, very important. Very often it's so, so important when your husband comes home from work and and, and you're talking to a friend. Say, oh, my husband came home. I have to go. I'll speak to you later. And you put down the phone and you focus your attention on your husband. Now, sometimes there's an important call, a mitzvah, whatever it is. Then you put, you know, the phone down for a second. You tell your husband, I'll be right with you. Just this is, this is, this is a matzev and I really have to finish this phone call. And as soon as I'm done, you know, we'll talk. What do you need? And so on and so forth. You pay that attention. You make him a priority. Sometimes by not listening to him or not understanding what he feels is important, closing him out, not talking to him, not listening to him, which is the silent treatment. Um, to be easily distracted when he tries to talk. Not scheduling special time to be with him. Not being open to talk about things, you know, that you don't understand to open that communication. You discipline him by avoiding him. Or you make jokes about him. Or you make sarcastic marks. Sarcasm is the essence of Leitzanis, by the way. There's usually a bitterness there, and it is poison. Sarcasm is poison in a marriage. And it's something that's so, so important to remember. To avoid it like the plague. Insulting him in front of others happens sometimes by a Shabbos table or by a Simcha. To be very, very careful with that. Being harsh. Using careless words before thinking how much it will affect the person. That's number 17 here. Rav Pam Zechetzadek Lavracha used to talk a lot about this number 17. To be careful with your words. Because using careless words before you think could truly, truly hurt your spouse. And like we said in the previous year, Rav Pam said this many times. Rav Miller used to say it many times. That even big issues could be resolved if they spoke to each other with respect and care and love. Even if there's a big issue that comes up, they could work through it. While even small issues, but if you use careless words, harmful words, it causes them to drift apart that they can't even solve those little problems. And the key to, and unfortunately, the tragedy of many divorces and ruined homes started with just simply not being careful and not being sensitive in the way you talk. Nagging her into harshness or nagging him into harshness. Rebuking them before they have a chance to explain themselves. Raising your voice, critical comments. Swearing, foul language, nivel peh. Correcting your husband in public in front of other people. That's, by the way, a beinot l'chaveri in general. When you're supposed to give musa to somebody, you do it tactfully between yourself, quietly, privately, not in front of other people. And lecturing them, and so on and so forth. Look at page 87, number 29, breaking promises without explaining why you did that. 30 is a very, very important one. No comparing games. He needs to recognize a husband 
that you are his wife and there's no other woman in the world other than you, that he cares about in that degree as a husband and wife in a deep friendship and a deep relationship. And a wife feels the same way to her husband and there's no other man. No comparison games. We had many shiurim on the damage caused by using these comparison games. Being disrespectful to his family, his friends. We talked about that in the previous shear as well. Just going through some of them here. Treating him like a little child. Being unaware of his needs. 39 is a real, real key. Being ungrateful. Very often a husband and wife are very ungrateful to one another. They forget the basic, good, wonderful things that are being done for them on a day-to-day basis, constant chesed that each one is inherently giving to, uh, to the other. Every time a wife cooks something or prepares something, the covered Shabbos, even just a simple kugel, a simple um, taking care of a child, is a tremendous, unbelievable, infinite chesed. And every time he has to go out of his comfort zone and has to go to work, and suffer a lot of abuses there in order to support his family and take care of his wife financially. We need to be appreciative of all of this. 40, not trusting her or not trusting him to create that loyalty and to build the trust. And every time that you did things to break that trust or you were very cynical and very skeptical of not trusting your husband when he really was a trustworthy person. It's very important to remember sometimes that your lack of trust of your husband, sometimes if it's based on a certain fact because they let you down in this and this scenario, you of course talk about that, but very often you were neglected as a child or something hurt you deeply in in your childhood or teenage years that you felt abandoned. So any type of activity that your husband does, you interpret he's abandoning me when it is usually very often that's that's simply not the case. Not giving daily encouragement and failing to spend quantity time with them, quality time with them, and so on and so forth. We'll continue talking about some of this, and again, we're only going to do one more share on some of this um, aspect. These are painful aspects, but this this PDF, together with the earlier PDF, are extremely, extremely crucial. You read each one separately and you think it through, and you look through your life and your experience with your husband and the interactions and see and take a cheshben nefesh. These are things to look at in Elul, you know, when you're making a cheshben nefesh on things, but the truth is, is all year round. Because when you read this, and some of it is painful, when you recognize that you lacked and you slipped up in a lot of these things, but here is where the refuah comes. The refuah comes, the medicine comes by recognizing, I need to turn, change course. I acknowledge, and the husband side said this also, husband needs to acknowledge, I was not a good husband to my wife for the last few years or for a very long time, or I never was. I have to look myself in the mirror. I have the ability to change. We'll talk later about neuroplasticity, which is science proving what the terrorists said all along about Bechira, 
No matter how much you're used to a particular habit, you have free will to change that habit. And just because a person was a miserable husband for a decade or more, two decades, it makes no difference how long, doesn't mean that he could change in the moment and build up to a point where he becomes a wonderful, caring husband. And the same thing goes with you wives. You may think or may you have felt I was an acknowledged to yourself. I was really not the wife I should have been or could have been. But that's okay. I can change. I could change. Hashem wants me to change. He wants the Shechina to come down. He's crying for the Shechina to come down. All he wants is each one to care for one another and to love each other and to serve him with simcha as they go through life. And Be'ezus Hashem, by reading this, this, these shiurim, which again are less fun than a lot of other shiurim that are more, uh, you know, uplift, you know, uplifting, so to speak, or, 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 or um, exciting, or stimulating. This is where the real, real nitty gritty of it is. Here is where the real change comes where you look at this and take stock of yourself and say, I'm going to shift this, and you have the ability to do this. And once you get through this, and you build, this, build yourself up, and you become the wife that you, could pass, that you could be, and you build that potential with your husband, and your husband to you, it heals marriages, transforms them, and the closeness you experience after that is beyond anything that you've ever experienced before in the most beautiful way. Brachen